to the season one finale. Can you believe it? We've made it this far so far. Don't worry, I have season two lined up. No need to worry about me being away for too long. I'm your resident comic book nerd, Beth. And today's lesson for the season one finale. I mentioned it last week in my Captain... Not Captain... Union Jack episode. And today's... Season, first season one finale, we're doing Captain Britain. I said we'd be here on my side of the Atlantic for the, the final two episodes of this season. And we're at the, my side of the Atlantic. Just like I promised. Sorry, I'm messing with something at the minute. Just give me a minute, because it's really driving me nuts anyways. But, so, Captain Britain... Now, more than one person's been Captain Britain, um, but today we're going to be focusing on the main Captain Britain, Brian Braddock. So, anyways, Brian Braddock is a Marvel Comics character. He first was originally published in the Captain Britain Weekly Issue number one of October of nineteen seventy-six. And this and this would be the beginning of serial best you know, remembered for it's run by Chris Claremont, writer Chris Claremont. Chris Claremont, if you don't know, had a famous run on the X-Men in the eighties I believe it was the eighties. Um He's drawn a fair bit of Chris Claremont, so that may might ring a bell. Um, also, the artist Alan Davis and the writer Alan Moore. Now, if you, those are big names <laughs> to associate with Captain Britain. Alan Moore, if you don't know, he was the writer of Watchmen. He created the Watchmen. He created a number of characters for both Marvel and DC. Um, so it's quite an interesting umbrella, you know, that Captain Britain's under. Um, it's quite a unique umbrella. Now, Captain Britain was originally intended just for the British comics market. And, and he was endowed with extraordinary powers by... The magician, the legend known as Merlin. Well, Merlin's spelled with a Y instead of an I. Even Katie was like, what on earth? She's joining me for discussion on Captain Britain. Don't worry. Katie is going to become a regular in season two. I'm not getting rid of her. She she is sticking around. and she is, uh, If she's happy to stick around, I mean, I'm not going to force her. <laughs> That'd be awkward. I might get done. I might get in a bit of trouble for that. But anyways, um, now, as I mentioned, he was endowed by the, with his powers by Merlin and also his daughter, Roma. And he would be assigned to uphold the laws of Britain. Not that not that all of us talk posh as we learn with Joey Chapman last week. <laughs> Anyways, so Captain Britain would originally appear in his very first issue that was cover dated ending the week of October thirteenth, nineteen seventy six. Um, 
but it was weekly because British comics and magazines, if you don't know, work quite differently from US magazines. We do, instead of doing them like monthly or bi-monthly, you know, at once every two weeks or once a month, we do them quite like a week, once a week. So basically we have 52 issues per year instead of just the 12 per year. Because we don't do them once a month or maybe um, 24 a year, depending on if you do them bi-weekly. We're lucky in that way. We're the best in that way that we do them once a week. So that way you have reading material every week. Just come over to Britain, people. We're lovely. We don't all drink tea. Oh, most might think we are. And there are places outside of London to come and visit, so please do. <laughs> so, anyways. um, Now, this was an anthology comic that was actively published in the United Kingdom by the imprint known as Marvel UK. And the comic would, be rep- would represent the first... Original content published by Marvel UK, who only did reprints of Marvel's US publications. But, however, Captain Britain, he was still being created by young Marvel's American staff. The original team being writer Chris Claremont, penciler Herb Trimp, and inker Fred Kidder. Um, under the suspension of US... Editor Larry Lieber, and then shipped to the UK for publication. So now, with the addition of the new eight-page Captain Britain instalments in each issue of Captain Britain Weekly, was supplemented by more reprinted material that would feature Nick Fury and the Fantastic Four. Now, we're going to kind of go into his creators. Now, this is cre- interesting because Captain Britain's creators are unknown. Although the original artist that worked on the Captain Britain run, Herb Trimp, would remark that the visual design looked like the work of John Romita Sr., who was designing many of Marvel's characters at the time. Now, if you don't know who John Romita Sr. is, John Romita Sr., yeah had quite a famous run on Spider-Man. He's had a few runs on many different characters at Marvel. He's quite well known, like around the 60s, 70s and 80s. I mean, I think he mainly was active in the 60s and 70s. But anyways, um, so it's kind of interesting that his creators are unknown it leaves that bit of mystery about captain britain i think that you know other characters don't really have because you know who created them it's basically like marvel was like um there was a picture left of this character that would be known as captain britain and it's just on a desk and nobody knows whose it is and it's like the editor or something's just like all right who designed this and nobody confesses and it's they're like dude it wasn't me um i know dude is not a british thing to say i do not care i'm not trying to be like stereotypical british i want to show what, what was brits are really like but anyways um 
So, anyways, the first two issues of the comic that would also be bundled with free gifts. Because us Brits like to give free gifts. We're not selfish or kind. <laughs> which would consist of a Captain Britain mask, which was in the first issue, and a Captain Britain boomerang in the second. You know, these being tradition with British comic book bundles and everything. We like our, you know, gifts. We give away gifts on different magazines, like, depending on who you ask and which one you pick up. You don't know what you might get, but we do give gifts. We're kind in that way. We're not like Americans. That's why Americans love us. <laughs> and anyone else around the world and why they think we're adorable. But anyways, let's get back on to Captain Britain. This is not going to be about how much I love England. <laughs> Lesson. <laughs> this is about Captain Britain. <laughs> now, Claremont would leave after 10 issues midway through a story, the storyline known as Dr. Sin. And Sin, S-Y-N-N-E. And this was due to creative differences with the editor. Trimp would record that Claremont, Chris Claremont and his replacement, Gary Friedrich, while miles apart in personality and approach to a story were both flexible writers who allowed him considerable free reign in laying out and pacing the stories. However, with sales slowly declining, Captain Britain went to black and white with issue 24, which would happen on March 23rd, 1977, and it would be cancelled entirely with issue 39 in on the date of July 6, 1977, though the Captain Britain series would immediately be transferred to Marvel UK's Spider-Man comic, which was then retitled Super Spider-Man and Captain Britain. In 1978, um, Chris Claremont and John Byrne, Chris Claremont and John Byrne, you should know this team if you have read early 80s X-Men, or late 80s. 70s, early 80s X-Men. They were the team that wrote Days of Future Past. They were the team that, you know, did that really famous run where you... They didn't create the Uncanny X-Men team that we know of, like of Colossus, um, Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler. I believe Banshee might have been part of that team. I can't name all of them. I'd be here a while because I'm trying to trying to remember names but anyways um th that team would introduce captain britain to an american audience for the first time with marvel team up issues 65 to 66 this marvel team up story would be reprinted as the last six installments of the uk serial ending in super spider-man and captain britain on issue number 253 this marked the end of Captain Britain's exploits until March 1979, where he would appear with the Black Knight, who we haven't done an episode of yet. I think I've got that for season three. I do apologise. I'm just trying to remember. I do apologise, like I said. Um. Anyways, so... um. And they would appear in this Otherworld saga that would run in the Hulk comic, and these guest appearances would be the first time 
that Captain Britain was written and drawn by British creators. It's interesting that Americans tried to portray a Brit because look at how well they did with Joey. Alright, love. <laughs> Still laugh at that. It's cringy, but it's like, <laughs> really? Do you really think us northerners talk like that? Oh, baby, no, we do not. Uh, some of us. Depends which area of not the north of England you go to. Um. Anyways. Well, I was going to sneeze. I do apologise, but I ended up yawning. Anyways, so the character would be relaunched in a redesigned costume. I think this is where we get the costume. Because the original costume was basically like this lion on the chest. And it's like all red. And there's bits of blue in that. The lion's like yellow, I believe. And he's like... Have this massive stick and he's like boom and like looks like a bad not a bad a super badass but the stick makes him look really cool but anyways um that's not the redesign that he gets it's the redesign where I think it's like the the helmet comes over his face basically and you can see his eyes and his mouth and that but it's like you know like those rugby helmets if you're a Brit you might know what I'm talking about but you know those rugby helmets that go over your ears and everything you know those kind of helmets or the helmets that you see um um I believe like the Queen's thingies I think this is the design I'm talking about where you see them on at Buckingham Palace gates and they have the giant helmet thingies just without the um the big hair thing stand thing if you're a Brit you might know what I'm talking about I do apologize I'm going into it a bit too much anyways um so he'd be he'd be come back with this design and this would start with the with issue 377 in September of 1981 now the relaunch was initially written by Dane Dave Thorpe nearly said Dane Thorpe no 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 and illustrated by Alan Davis who as I mentioned had a famous run on Captain Britain (laughs) he's one of the names mentioned Anyways, so they would redesign the costume at editor-in-chief at the time, Paul Neary's Hibbie Hurst. Now, Neary's chief concern was the original costume's lion chest emblem that I mentioned. Though the emblem was a heraldic symbol, it is better known in the UK as a sign to denote, denote the quality and freshness of eggs. So... And Davis would note that his depiction of Brian Braddock was visually based on Garth, an exaggerated Greek god perfect in every way in that. And I believe these are from the words of Alan Davis. Um, I don't know who says this quote, but I do believe it's him. Um, I decided to base his costume but on military uniforms. If you've ever seen the mounted quads, guards outside Buckingham Palace, now, do you see where I'm coming from now? You'll recognise the components. The white leggings and the tall boots with the flaps over the knees were easy. The headgear took a bit more time because I wanted it to be look like a helmet rather than a mask. The stripes across his chest started as two crossed chests and underwent numerous changes. The political commentary in... Commentaries in Thorpe's stories ignited conflict with the editors, though. 
which would lead to him being replaced by Alan Moore. Oh, there's another run that's coming. Interesting. So, anyways, um, now, and this would happen in issue 387 in July of 1982, the Marvel superheroes issue, I mean, of 387. Um, now, Moore would use warp stories as a springboard for the Jasper's warp storyline, and Captain Britain would appear as one of the characters in Marvel US's 1982 Contest of Champions Limited series, albeit being wearing his already discarded original costume. Now, after the free issue 388 in August of 1982, the series would move into a new monthly comic, The Daredevils. When The Daredevils was cancelled after 11 issues, Captain Britain was continued in the mighty world of Marvel, issue, Volume 2, Issue 7, in December of 1983. And after the run of Alan Moore, who left because of a dispute over unpaid invoices... <laughs> this is so horrible. Like, what on earth's going on here? Um, but anyways, um, the series... Serial would continue for a few more issues with different writers. So we'd have Steve Craddock, Alan Davis would return, um, and Mike Collins before moving to the new Captain Britain Monthly, where Jamie Delano would take over writing duties with the first issue, which was cover dated of January 1985 on the recommendation of Moore and with the agreement of Davis. Because Davis stuck around through all this mess. I'm surprised he didn't run for the hills after so many rides. You don't really see that anymore. Artists sticking around the book, even though they go for different writers. Normally both change nowadays. You don't normally have one just sticking around. Anyways, um, so now in this meantime... Captain Britain's long absence from American comics would end in 1985 with a series of guest appearances starting in Captain America 305 to 306. Now, following the cancellation of Captain Britain's solo series, Claremont and Davis would create the one-shot special Excalibur, the sword in... The sword, which is... The sword is drawn, which would take place in December of 1987, which would launch the American Monthly. Excalibur in 1988, which would feature an eponymous team, which included Captain Britain. Now, Marvel UK would incorporate Captain Britain as the main attraction of their own group series, Knights of Pendragon, which initially met with positive critical response and strong sales but declined to the point of cancellation with issue 18. Now, Captain Britain would appear as a regular character in the 2010 to 2013 Secret Avengers series from issue 22 in April of 2012 through to the final issue of 37, which would be in March of 2013. I did want to make sure I had the date right because I have a lot of dates written down because of the timeline of him bouncing around and not being around. Now, in tw not, oh, November 2014, Captain Britain would appear in 
with the Avengers of part of the Time Runs Out storyline. Now, we're going to kind of go into his origin a bit here, because Captain Britain has a complicated origin. I'm going to say that right now. You're going to kind of be very curious, but you're going to be like scratching your head like, what on earth have I just heard? But anyway, so... Brian Braddock was born and raised in the small town of Malden, which is in a county called Essex. If you're not from England, there is more places than London in England. Anyways, so, and he would be educated at Fett's College in Edinburgh. Now, Brian was a shy and studious youth, living a relatively quiet life and spending a lot of time with pets with his parents and siblings who was his oldest brother Jamie and his fraternal twins Elizabeth we're gonna talk about Elizabeth because Elizabeth has an interesting future ahead of her so anyway um and this fact his family was an aristocratic family and that was no longer rich enough to fraternize with their former academic peers and which would leave Brian, who was too proud to fraternise with lower classes, a lonely child who immersed, him, immersed himself in the study of physics. Now, after the death of his parents, Pet Sir James and his Lady Elizabeth, in what seemed to be a laboratory accident, Brian would take a fellowship at Darkmoor Nuclear, Nuclear Research Centre. And when the facility would be attacked by the technological criminals Joshua Strag, also known as the Reaver, Brian would try to find help by escaping on his motorcycle. Although he would crash his bike in a near-fatal accident, Merlin and his daughter, the omniversal guardian known as Roma, would appear to the badly injured Brian. They would give him the choice to be the chance to be the superhero Captain Britain. He would be offered a choice between the Amulet of Right or the Sword of Might. Now, considering himself to be no warrior and unsuited for the challenge, he would reject the sword and choose the Amulet. And this choice would transform Brian into Captain Britain. However, some revelations come out. It's later revealed that Brian was only one member of a much larger interdimensional core of mystical protectors. Every Earth in Marvel Comics' multiverse would have its own Captain Britain, which was expected to defend that version of Britain and uphold its local laws. Pardon me. And they would be known as the Captain Britain Corps. And Captain Britain protects Earth 616... Of the Marvel Universe. And even later, it would be retconned and we would find out that Brian's father, Sir James Braddock, was himself from an other world. And he was a member of an earlier corps. And he'd sent him to Earth 616 to take a carefully chosen mate and father hero who would be far greater than even he. Other comics would still have it them established as old as established and they'd been in the Hellfire Club for generations and Mad Braddock Manor was a quarter millennium old in its first appearance. Now as his, his career as a superhero would begin, Brian would fight as the champion of Great Britain, 
often clashing with Strike and anti the Welsh anti-superhero officer Day Thomas and would develop a rogues gallery including the assassin, Slaymaster and the crime matriarch Fixer. He would try to keep his studies going and court his fellow student. Wow, court. <laughs> Can't you tell this is like the 70s and that? Anyway, um, he would try to court his fellow student, Courtney Ross, while also working as a superhero and with other, as with other heroes, was viewed as a coward by others because he always vanished whenever trouble started. Now, during one episode... His siblings, Betsy and Brian, would become aware of his identity after he saved them from Dr. Sign, a villain who was terrorising the land around Braddock Manor. Sign turned out to be the potsy of the sentient computer mastermind, a device that Brian's father had created, and it was that then that Brian would learn that his parents did not die in an accident, but they had been murdered by the machine. I'm going to kind of bring up his siblings a little bit here, because his siblings are interesting, but complicated in their own right. Betsy, Betsy should ring a bell. Betsy, if you don't know, is Psylocke. Psylocke is a member of the X-Men. Psylocke was from the 80s X-Men. Also 90s X-Men. Depends which era of X-Men you were reading, really. But anyways, um, Jamie. I don't know if Jamie would ring a bell as much. Jamie is basically just a fawn in his fucking... But in his siblings' fucking sides. But anyways. um, (laughs) So anyways, Brian's greatest achievement during this period was present preventing a neo-Nazi takeover of the country with the help of Captain America, Nick Fury and Strike. Strike, if you don't know, they're basically the British version of S.H.I.E.L.D. They have their own leader and everything. You don't really see Strike and S.H.I.E.L.D. interacting much, but they're very similar in how they work and that and what they do. But anyways, so... Not really strike, but it's one guy in particular by the name of Lance Hunter. Lance Hunter's basically the Nick Fury of Strike. He's in charge of it all, you know. He's like the director and that. Or at this, although at this time he's commander. But anyways, now he would be responsible for both saving Prime Minister Jim Callahan from the Red Skull and for stopping the Red Skull's germ bomb from killing London. I don't know, Jim Callahan is a fictional, you know, Prime Minister, or if he was a real Prime Minister, so I do apologise. Um, anyways, the Nazis' first strike would had actually happened during the Battle of Mastermind, when the Red Skull had took the plans for the computer and had Braddock Manor bombed to rubble. And lit another retcon! would say that Mastermind had created a hologram that was bombed instead. And Captain Britain was believed dead for a brief time and an empty coffin would be instated 
at St Paul's Cathedral. Now, t- as time would go on, Brian would begin fighting more supernatural enemies rather than regular supervillains. But this was all part of Merlin's overall plan to mentally prepare him for Jasper's warp. Jasper, we're not really going to go in. We're go- I think we're going to be diving into Jasper's warp soon, though, in the episode. But anyways, now, soon after this, Brian would travel to America. And this is where we would get the Captain America, not Captain America, Captain Britain and Spider-Man team-ups. And he would study in America. Um, and by a strange twist of fate, he would room with Peter Parker. Like I said, this is the room where he would be with Peter and he's in America. I've read these issues. They're a bit cheesy for my liking. But anyway, and they would study together at Empire State University. Now, a brief misunderstanding would cause Brian to battle Spider-Man before the two of them were captured by the assassin but by the name of Arcade. <clears throat> Sorry. So they would then tackle various challenges in Murder World. They would rescue Brian's love interest, Courtney, who had been kidnapped and placed in a sealed cocoon with limited air. And they would become the first victims to survive Murder World. And by the end of this, during near the end of this story, homesickness and stress saw him drink heavily. He stopped after when drunk after a, and embarrassed by a defeat. Sorry. He would be beat a villain so badly she was put in hospital, and ashamed of this, Brian would pay for her hospital bills and therapy. Now, on a flight home from America, he would come under a mental attack by the demonic necromon which would cause brian to leap out of the plane and he would spend two years as a hermit on the cornish coast repairing his psyche but he was eventually called to merlin's service again fighting alongside the black knight and the elf jack jackdaw to defend otherworld from necromon and with his memories partially restored Brian and the Black Knight, who I believe at this time, it, it's still Dame Whitman. Dame Whitman's been Black Knight for a while at this point. But anyways, um, they would ally themselves with Vortigan, the Proud Walker, and they would battle Modred, the Evil. Now both the Black Knight and Captain Britain would be snatched out of time to join the Grandmaster's Contest of Champions, where Captain Britain would fight against the Arabian Knight, but they would soon be returned to continue the quest. Now at the entrance of Otherworld, Brian would be slain by the spectral White Rider and his corpse would be made n- claimed by Mandrak and the... Sorry. Um, the Nevergod of the Lord of the Slain and the Rider's Master, though Merlin and the Black Knight would f- recover it swiftly. Now, Merlin would ca- reunite Captain Britain's departed spirit with his body, and resurre- which would resurrect him. Because, comics! <laughs> now, while the hero would heal, Merlin would dis- restore his remaining memories and re- inform him of the Never God's involvement with his early foes. Now, recalling the location of King Arthur's body, the Black Knight, Captain Britain, and Jack Daw were sent to awaken the king. 
Now, succeeding in his request, Arthur would then send Brian and Jack Jaws magically away through the dimensions. Stating, sorry, um, that Brian had a destiny to fulfil elsewhere. And as a reward, he and Jack Daw were sent back to Earth. Now, we're going to talk about his powers a little bit because we've kind of talked about how his origin and that and what he's kind of done a bit. Anyways, um, now, originally, Captain Perryton's powers were linked to the mystical amulet of right, which was worn around his neck. Now, while Brian rubbed the amulet, he would transform from a normal mortal to a superhero version of himself which would be complete with a more muscular physique. Now, the amulet and also mystically replenish his superhuman energies. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't need to... I'm not bored of it, it's just there is a lot of information, you know. And it's like, I weren't expecting this much research. But anyways... He possessed a telescoping staff. I mentioned the staff thingy in his original design where it's like, it looks, it kind of looks like a sword, but it's not a sword at the same time, uh, where it's like a long pole. And I swear, I think it has a weird design on the top or something. And it's like, boom, I need to find a picture and I need to, you know, show it. Um, anyways, ah, uh, pardon me. Excuse me. Um, and this vault, which would be used to vault, which had other functions. The most heavily relied upon was being the ability to project a force field. Now, later, Merlin would charge the staff into the mace-like star spectre, which Captain Britta would could utilise like a quarter staff, which gave him the ability of flight. And Merlin would change his costume just before he entered the alternate two, Earth 238, fusing the powers of the amulet and the scepter into the new uniform, and then later put these powers into Captain Britain himself when he was forced to rebuild Captain Britain following the death of of Captain Britain at the hands of the Fury, making the suit more regulatory device for his powers. Now, eventually, Captain Britain no longer requiring his even the battle suit for the full use of his powers as his heritage, being the son of a denizen of the extra-dimensional overworld, became enough to power him. Now, Brian Braddock also, he has um, superhuman strength, stamina, durability, reflexes, senses, and the ability to fly at supersonic speeds. He possessed possesses enhanced perceptions that allowed him to be aware of things others may miss, such as objects cloaked by spells of illusions. So in other words, he could kick Loki's butt if he wanted to, but he just can't be arsed. But anyways. (laughs) So when him and Megan... Megan is basically this mutant-like elf. um, She'd go on to become Brian's wife. They would meet, and it's so cute. They're such a cute couple, even though she is... tiny next to him because we established his height when we talked a bit about Captain Britain last week in the Joey Chapman episode even though it wasn't intentional but anyways let's kind of get on to Captain Britain before I change the subject too much um 
they would destroy when they would destroy the overworld energy matrix at Roma's prompting. Sorry. The energies that allowed him to retain his power within the UK without his costume would be dissipated. Hence, to retain his powers anywhere on Earth, he must wear the costume at all times. And his costume would act as an antenna and battery, allowing him to retain his powers wherever he goes. However, the conditions of his power would once begin to be changed. During his death and the resurrection in the first story of Captain Britain at MI13, explained in the words of Wright Paul Cornell, as we were revealing issue 5, the limits of Captain Britain's powers are now tied to it into his emotions. So if he's feeling determined and confident, then he's very powerful. <clears throat> but if he's losing it, he'll be really losing it. He's as strong as he used to be, and he can fly, and that's all due to his magical nature, not to his costume. I've always seen him as something like the Shazam from Captain Marvel, a hero formed through magic, which means the subjective nature of what he can now do feels apt to me, as he himself says about get great feats depending on whether or not he can gather all his courage together he says well i am captain britain now captain britain is the fraternal twin of betsy braddock who is a telepath which would result in a strong psychic bond between the two as i mentioned betsy member of the x-men so he sometimes does appear in x-men comics very rarely but sometimes he does Anyways, um, now described by writer Chris Claremont in the uh, Uncanny X-Men House of M storyline, the two are in fact immune to each other's powers because of their genetic connection. Also, in addition to this, this isn't a power, this is just information about Brian Braddock. He is a brilliant scientist with a PhD in physics. So basically, that's all I've got on Captain Britain, Brian Braddock. Um, Katie will be joining me, not destroying me, um, joining me for our discussion on Captain Britain, which we've discussed a little bit of when we talked about Joey last week. Um, and stick around for the sum up. Oh, recommended reading. I nearly forgot recommended reading. Oh, shit. So for my recommended reading for Captain Britain, <clears throat> can you just, I'm just going to need a moment to get my list for recommended e reading up. So so for my first recommendation for Captain Britain, I'm going to go for the Captain Britain Omnibus, which collects nearly every single run of Captain Britain that's been done. So basically the issues... 139 of Captain Britain Weekly, Super Spider-Man and Captain Britain 131 to 147, 231 to 247, I do apologise for getting my numbers mixed up, it, Hulk Comic Weekly issue number 1 to 3 to, 3 to 55, 57 to, and to 53, um, also... Marvel Superheroes issues 377 to 388, The Daredevils 1 to 111, 
The Mighty World of Marvel, Volume 2, 7 to 16. Captain Britain Monthly, Issue 1 to 14. Marvel's Tales, Issue 1 to 133. Marvel Team-Up, Issue 65 to 66. New Mutants Annual Number 2. And Uncanny X-Men, Issue Number 1. So that's my first recommendation, Captain Britain Omnibus. I'm also going to recommend X-Men Die by the Sword, which is written by Chris Claremont, which collects the six-issue miniseries. Um, and for my final recommendation, this is kind of tough because I've not been able to find many recommendations, but um, I think I'm going to go for... House of M Uncanny X-Men, which was written by which was done by Chris Claremont, um Alan Davis and Mac Mark Farmer, which would collect the issue Uncanny X-Men issues four sixty-two to four sixty-five. So that's basically it for Captain Britain. I'm so sorry I nearly forgot about recommended reading. I did not mean to nearly forget about recommended reading. So Stick around for my discussion with Katie on Captain Britain and my sum up tweet. And until next, until season two, I have plenty lined up for season two. I'm not going to spoil what I've got lined up for season two and what my first episode of season two will be. You'll have to wait and see. And until season two, bye! Hello and welcome to Discussion. And this week's discussion, I've got Katie joining me for this. Hello. And our discussion is going to be on Captain Britain. <laughs> we literally, we discussed a bit of Captain Britain last week when we talked about Joey Chapman and how much they seem to hate each other. Huh? What happened there? Oh, I didn't know what you'd clicked, so... so Anyways. We've got a new microphone we're trying out, so be patient with us today. So if it sounds like we're echoing in any way, I do apologise. Um, so we talked about we talked about Brian Braddock a bit last week. We did. And we fan casted him and every we did our casting for him. We did. Marvel get on to that. Yeah, we did. And he's already said, I've sent Katie's seen the screenshots and everything. Yeah. He wants did. to be Captain Britain. <gasps> he does. Our he dr- his dream our dream casting. If you didn't like listen last week, where were you? How rude. How rude. <laughs> uh, we fancasted Henry Cavill, didn't we? Yeah. Even Katie agreed with me, because she doesn't normally agree with me on these kind of things. I do it on purpose, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> She's agreed with me on the last couple of casting, fan castings I've done. You agreed with me on Charlie Hunnam. Well, I feel like that was a team effort. Really. Yeah, we I had to. Like we we went proper, through a hundred names. We were proper casted. Like I know now what Netflix goes through. Like when they're casting, you know. <laughs> we went through, you know, every Glamour name. Mag's top forty hot young male actors. <laughs> <laughs> and out of all of them, we decided on Charlie kids. Hunnam. Well, he <laughs> has the look. Yeah, he does. Because we said, didn't we? We you probably have to be. Quite tall. Not Quite too tall, tall, but not too short. And we said dark hair, but hasn't he got blonde hair? Are we sort of looking past that? Um. Because he's got a bit of a rugged look. He's like sort of good. I can't tell look. what colour his hair is, to be honest. Because there's certain lightings it looks blonde, certain lightings it looks like a light brown. It's vacant diet, it's alright. It looks a very going... similar colour to mine. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's like a nice chestnut colour. 
in certain lightings, mm. but that's hard to tell when you see different pictures. Yeah, so we went through all of that, and then you sent me homework. On Captain Britain. On Captain Britain. I, I've got to tell you, right, the week before... You did not like Captain Britain. It was such a slog, and I'm sorry, but whoever wrote that bio on the Marvel website... Wasn't me. Good. Deserves... Just because they made it more grammar and everything, and trying to keep up. And I was like reading like bits of it out to Nathan, the fella, and I was like, just hear me out on this. And I was like, he nearly dies, and then he's swooped up on in a what was it in a teapot? A teapot? I I forgot. A cup and saucer or something. I forgot about that. And you know when I'm like. Were they on drugs? I mean, this is clearly on drugs, this. Whoever wrote, was writing Captain Britain was clearly on something. So when I was reading through the bio of Union Jack, I could keep up with it. I was like, yeah, like looking at the plot lines that he went through and the storylines, I was totally fine. I was like, yes. Then you got to Captain Britain and you were like... From the get-go, I was like... Oh, well, at first when they were like, oh, you know, Merlin gets involved and all this. He has I'm a like, sister. Oh, he's got a sister. I didn't realise it was a sister until later, thank you, he, Yes, he has a sister. He has a sister. It's interesting. Mm. Do you want to know who his sister is? Because yeah. she's a big... You might recognise her. Mm. Psylocke. Does oh. the name Psylocke ring a bell? It does ring a bell. I'm not that's too his sister. Up, right, okay. That's his sister. The one that's she's been changed from white British to a. Sometimes she looks at she she's drawn as Asian. Okay. Um, it something happened in the eighties. I do apologise if I offend anybody with anything I say about Psylocke because it is a complicated mess when it comes oh, to all that yeah, with what's happened with Psylocke. Oh, wow. Um. She got switched with an Asian lady, put in an Asian lady's body, which makes her look Asian, it's, made it her Asian. It makes it so difficult for you to talk about. It makes it difficult to yeah. cast a Psylocke, because it's like, you're either going to end up whitewashing her, yeah. or they'll want a white character to be, oh, or yeah. you either have to make her Asian, or you get accused of whitewashing by making her white. So it's oh, kind of a lose-lose situation. so difficult, yeah. I, can see, I reckon they might leave that be for now. I think I don't think we'll see Psylocke for a while. But I've got to say, reading through everything that he was involved in, you were like, "What the fuck?" I messaged you, didn't I? And I was like, "I'm just not enjoying this. I'm not. I don't." Understand. You were like, "This is such a slog." Yeah, because I was saying like, "All right, the thing is, I understand why he might come up, Captain Britain, with the multiverse. How it makes sense because obviously he deals with different dimensions of Earth and things like that." He'd be hanging out with Adam Warlock and that most likely. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think everything that he's been through in the past is good enough to make a movie for. So I I, think he'll be a secondary character. I have said I don't think Captain Britain could carry a solo movie. I don't think he could. I mean, he'd have to... He's got such a complicated history. It's like, like, what, what do we pick? Yeah. Because there's so many retcon changes. There's, like, his father was changed into an eight, half-alien being and being like, oh, he's from this place called Otherworld and he mated with a human from Earth-616 and they and they had to and they made kids and one of the kids would be stand step up and become Captain Britain in the future, even better than the oh, father. Yeah, I'm already getting a headache. Look, I'm having to hold my eyebrows <laughs> It's a lot, isn't it? I mean, because there's been so get, many changes. It's silly, and they said, didn't they, that he just wasn't super popular? Yeah, so they just checked. They did that. It's it's 
it's why they didn't. Nobody likes Dame Whitman. Because <laughs> look at how complicated Dame Whitman is. I think as well we have to discuss Dame Whitman, Black Knight. Obviously, I yeah. refer to. Yeah, I mean these. Pro- this is why I think Captain Britain is going to pop up, but maybe they're going to have to go look people. We need to tone it down the complicated we know what bit. in the comics, but can we all just accept that we're going to move him into the, u- the universe now? And we've got to kind of make him less complicated. How about, I wonder if they're going to do a deal with comic fans where they're like, look, we know it was a bit intense, we know it was a lot. How about we redo it and we try and redo it well? And maybe Have Henry Marvel, Cavill. Yeah, maybe Marvel fans will go, if you can come up with something good... And make, make it deal. not complicated. Yeah, we have a deal. And as long as there's no complicated Psylocke bullshit. Yeah, and we do have to talk about the elephant in the room. The elephant being a werewolf who transforms herself into something that he finds attractive. (laughs) That is so funny. I mean, if that's not the undertones of Grease, which is changing you are to fit in. Yeah, that's what she did, Megan, who'd go on to become his wife. Mm. They have a daughter Mm. and everything. She's a werewolf. Can you imagine she's a, how many she's an blades? alien thing. I, she's like a mutant. Mm. That you know, I think she's supposed to have elvish feet, elfish features, because her always ears are pointed. See what I read was that it was pretty much repulsed by her when she was in. Her yeah, because yeah, and she was like, I need to make myself beautiful. Which can we just say to everybody out there? Please, please don't never ever do that. Don't change yourself for a man or a woman. If yeah. they don't take you for who they are, they can go fuck themselves. Very well said. <laughs> yes. Straight to the point. Yes. Don't watch Grease. Don't believe in Megan. That's the other <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Megan's an interesting character in her own right, but you she should is. not change up for y- yourself for a man. I'm sure if we That's... went delved into Megan, we would probably find something we could relate to she's she's interested in that you know she she tries to be this woman that she probably feels she cannot be Mm. and it's like and it's i bet she's like one of us and she's like hi um can you shrink a bit so i can (laughs) at least give you a kiss (laughs) i just want to fit in because she worked she made herself like five foot ten i believe because she was like well he's quite tall so i'm gonna kind of need to make myself a bit tall so you know so i can at least stand next to him without looking tiny like we would yeah because you're five three i'm five seven we'd be tiny next to brian braddock wouldn't we yeah we would be tiny little people yeah he'd be like hello mortals we'd all have neck ache he'd have neck ache from looking down and we'd have neck ache from looking at it all the time. You just can't do that. We'd be like, ow. No one's spinal cord can take that for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just gave myself neck ache just you trying. Just and, neck, yes. That was epic just episode. trying <laughs> to imagine his height. He'd probably hit his head against the seats, a few things. Oh, no. That'd be painful. Like, oh, no. no wonder his man, he doesn't live in his manor. <laughs> he probably doesn't the fit manor. in the building. Is it a manor? Is it a hostel? We'll never know. He changed it into an academy and became an X-Men style. <laughs> Another boat was like, oh, we've come back from this earth and there's, what was it, like, there's this group of people that have been outcast. Can they come live with you? As if he was going to be like, no. He had to say yes. And I love how there was a point where in the bio it said he was, like, sick to death of all these people in his house. And so he left, you know, he like, just kick him out. Give another eviction notice. Yeah, or be like, Wing, yeah, like his, you... how he was like, he had to go find himself. <coughs> One thing I will 
also was very interested is that they put on that he has a drink problem. Yeah, he did when he went to uni with Peter Parker. Cause he, Peter Parker. He yeah. went to uni with Peter Parker for a bit and he was like, oh, hello, and yeah. all that. You can just imagine that and Peter Parker just being like, oh, for fuck's sake, Why does he sound so fucking posh? Yeah. Without the swearing, because Americans... I don't if I offend any Americans. I've not heard many Americans swear, you know. Have you not? No. Oh, I'll find a YouTube video. Don't <laughs> so, uh, and it's kind of interesting. Like, Captain Britain. Mm. What do you think of him? Go on. He oh, carries a lot he's of sad. baggage. Yes. I think his powers make him an interesting character because it's like, you don't really see these kind of figures. Mm-hmm. Like, Going off into the multiverse very often, trying to save different Earths, and yeah. I, I think his wife. I'm sorry, Megan, but you should not have changed your looks for him to, just to impress a man. I love how she's a fictional character, but we're going on record as apologising to her. No, we don't <laughs> want to upset her and him up, potentially kill us with his powers. Would you? <laughs> Would you want I'd to be have, bl- killed? I'd have words with her. That's what I'd do. That's what I mean. We'd I have, have a talk. But I have faith in my But ability. I would not want to hit her husband to kill me. That is what I mean. I would not feel like having Brian Braddock come to yeah. come try and murder me with his powers. I think I'd have a word with him first, though. I'd be like, excuse me, rude. Before you just come down and kill me, um, let's let Megan go let, back to who she be is. Be normal. Be normal. Now tell me, do you find her attractive? No. Oh, and I'm the arsehole in the room, am I? Right, OK. Go fuck yourself, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Betsy feels that... I think Silot yeah. probably feels that way as well sometimes because yeah. she was portrayed as like, oh, she's gorgeous, she's a model, she slept with nearly everybody in his series... And it was yeah. like, apart from Brighton, that'd be weird. Yes. And that's illegal. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. I think it's. In, I think he, she stepped out of his shadow mm. because she's now more famous than him. And you're like, yeah, and she, she that's. Over the mantle, didn't she? Yeah, she's been Captain Britain. She she also that's why she became Psylocke. She was made blind. She had her eyes ripped out. Yeah. Her head. And she, he, he disappeared. He's gone off into the multiverse, left her to, on Earth, and and be yeah. like, "Oh, you can be Captain Britain for a bit if you want." And you're like, and she's like, "Okay, I'll have a try." And, and then he she disappeared. Does well, doesn't she? She finds she, she says something like he comes back, and he realizes that she's now Captain Britain. And I'm pretty sure in the Marvel bio on their official website it says he was really unhappy about it. And you know when you're like, "Well, where have you been?" Where have you been? Why did you disappear to? Time doesn't stop when you're not here. Everybody's got to move on. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Megan's not divorced him, to be fair. Mm. Really the amount she disappears, he disappears and she probably doesn't see him for ages. Yeah. I'm surprised she's not like, I'm going to find another man to sleep with. Yeah, because it's like the moment they get back home, someone else comes along and goes, oh, I'm really sorry, but um, this universe... And then he got, and then he got... Then when she did try to move on with Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler's ba- the yeah. X-Men mutant who's, like, yeah. he teleports and that. Yeah. She tried to move on with him. He got jealous and was like, uh-uh, not happening. How bizarre. <laughs> and she, this is what I mean. There's not a lot that I liked. When, you know, when I read it... It's a bit like, it. you're mine. No one else can have you. And it's like, no. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Brian. Ryan, come here. This is not how it works. Yeah, I just there was nothing that I 
His powers are interesting. Wanted to lie. Yeah, let's talk about his powers. Because you've read his powers. He's so first such... it was the suit. Yeah. The suit that he got was, was super duper. Yeah. And then Merlin realised, oh, actually... We need to put it into him. Yeah, wouldn't he be... Yeah, you know when you go, uh, go uh, I told you that. Yeah. Yeah, uh. And um, then they made it that it, he was part of that world, part, half part of that world, and you're like... What's your favourite costume? The bit where he got killed and the, the re- Merlin and um, had to, Roma, Roma had to put him back together wait, again. Was it a piece of cloth and a bone, you know, and something else. You think, wow. So men really can do something when they put <laughs> 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 I was just like... We don't. We don't mean to batter men. We we do apologise. We're only having a giggle. We do, this is just how we feel about Brian. Yeah, you might have different opinions. Do let us know if you do what you yeah, think of Brian. I don't know if anyone actually really likes him. Apart from Psylocke, but she has no point choice yeah. but to tolerate I him. Like his his older brother hates him. Right. Jamie. Oh, Jamie's are always so vindictive in shows, aren't they? In comic books, yeah. Jamie Lannister. Um, Every Jamie thing. seems to be a dickhead. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I have met nice Jamies in real life, so that's yeah. all right. The only Jamie, it's not even pronounced Jamie, but the How only... It's pronounced? It's, a, it's Spanish, and he's from DC, and it's like, he's blue. He's the third Blue Beetle, and it's Jaime, and it's like, that's the only decent Jamie or Jaime thing I've ever met. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I went off topic there, but we're just saying there's not many nice Jamies or Jaimes, depending on where you're from. In the cinematic universe. Yes. Yeah, in, the, in the comic universe. Yes. Yeah. Well, his powers, I think his powers are too complicated. Like, one minute you're going to put him in the suit, then yeah. you're going to put him into him. Yeah. Then you change his DNA and make him half alien. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay, this makes no sense. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, he has a, he, he can't kill his sister because they have a blood connection. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, I'm like, poor Psylocke. I bet this time she just wants to give him a good whack. I did notice on the... Because I went through multiple st- ways of looking at him. like Because we had to find different sources because he's so complicated. Yeah, so complicated. But I always go to Marvel first because I assume that they're going to give me what I need. But I did notice like on their score sheet, you know, at the top of each character, it was yeah. just like nine, nine. Like, it was like yeah. he, just, he blitzed everything. And straight away I was a bit like, oh, okay. He's on steroids. I don't know why, but I, like, I know there was other characters that hit nine on everything. Yeah. It's like, fair enough. But for some reason, I don't know. It irritated really, you. It just irritated me a little bit. I think yeah. it's annoying because he, he is the most powerful out of his sibling. Well, they yeah. say he's the most powerful. I don't know. His brother gives him a good run for his money. So mm. does Psylocke. Mm. And the fact yeah. that they portray him as the most powerful does annoy me because he's not the oldest. Yeah, they're like the oldest child is normally the most powerful. He's not even the oldest child. <laughs> yeah. The oldest child's the smartest. He's the not even child, the, sm- the most. Oh, Katie's phone went off. Sorry oh, about sorry. that. But near, it went off near the microphone. So if you heard it, we do apologise. I'm pretty sure that just screamed down there. Is yeah. So uh, hope we you've not been deafened. Um, you know, struggle to hear now. But anyways, um, yeah, I just thought, especially with them really making his his drinking, like they really touched on whether or not that was a problem and how he came past it. It just made me think that really he shouldn't be scoring nine on everything. They should be, well, they should get knocked down for his drinking problem. But that shows that he's human. It shows that like he's that, not perfect. He's human, yeah. And nobody should ever be perfect. Captain America isn't. Perfect. Even though they, they like to think he is. Yeah, and the thing with Captain America is I think what even he realised was 
he tried to be perfect and it made him imperfect because he wasn't able to sway on his moral and that was why we had infinity um, civil war and all of that so no one should be scoring nine across the board captain britain for me he has too much baggage do i think we'll ever see him in a movie I don't think he could carry a solo movie. No. I don't know where he'd be able to appear is the problem. I don't know... It's going to be a black knight in it. I I don't know where he'd fit is the problem. Because I think if they tried to put him in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I think there'd be too many characters. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if we're going to get a black knight movie. He's going off with Blade somewhere. And it's like, well, it makes sense, doesn't it, to put in with Blade? But then they have a history too, Black Knight and uh, Captain Britain. So unless they all don't get on the British heroes for some reason. We are a bickering bunch, aren't we? Yeah, we like to have an argument. We do, don't. If we? it's not him and Black Knight, it's him and Joey, uh, Union Jack. Considering that a lot of them get bunched into Bla- teams. Blade's just like, ugh, do I have to oh, deal with this? Blade, Blade's like Blade's one of those where he's just like, I'm so done with this. Can I just go home already? Yeah, Blade's just like Blade's just a do. mood. He's just cool. I so hope they do him justice. You know, and it annoys me that they Americanise him though every time ta- every time he's put on the big screen because Blade's English. Yes. Why do they Americanise him? You know, I just think at the time that they did it. It was just a thing to but do. But they've even done it recently. They've American. They've put an American actor in the role of Blade. Ah, but you don't know what accent he's going to do. One thing I will say, you don't know whether he's going to have a British accent or an American accent in the film. That's the We don't thing. know. You don't know. It sounded... Well, I did. I went to see Eternals yesterday. <laughs> so I did see the post credit scene where they said it was Blade's voice. That sounded American. That right. did not sound British. You and it's, it, it was confirmed afterwards, like the film was released, that it was Blade. Blade okay. that was in the room with Dame Whitman. If I'm sorry if I'm giving spoilers away. You if anybody's seen it, you probably know this by now. Yeah. Or have you seen the leaks? You've probably seen it. Oh you've seen the leaks. I don't feel like point. though you've given away a super spoiler there. No. There's nothing. But it's like um Captain Britain to me, there's too many like godlike being no he, mm. I think he sees himself as like a god, he's above it all. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, why am I here? And, that, and then he never sticks around on a team. No, neither does Union Jack, though, to be fair. He really do but, paint British men in a... But at least Captain picture. America... But at least Captain Britain can keep a marriage. True. He's through been happily ages, married for a long time. Through the ages and the dimensions. Even though he's been a bit of a dick to her well, by making her change how she looks for him, to make him happy. Unless, of course, she was, like, super miserable. With the way that she looked. I think she had a massive crush on him. Mm. She had she she really liked they hated each other at first. They were like rah, 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 they clashed. The, the greatest true love story. And then they then she realised she loved him and she was like, I, I think I'm too ugly for him. He has a certain type. He's gone for blondes. Oh. And it was like, Ugh. Yeah. When do you see a blonde Brit Brit? Do you think do you think they will stick with dark hair for a, Captain Britain as well? I don't know what we'll I went to ruffle my non-existent long hair yeah, anymore. You chopped off and you keep going to waft it and you keep missing. It's hilarious. Because so I've funny. gone short. I got it cut and I, I, I've gone shoulder length and I'm used to having long hair to whip around and go. You're attacking me with it. And now I can't. Um, I'm going to post something to you. 
Do you think that maybe over the course of, oh, I don't know, let's say 10 years, they're going to try and create a sort of English Avengers where they'll bring in Blade, they'll bring in Black Knight, they'll bring in Captain Britain. If they introduce any more British heroes. Do you think they're going to try and have like... Oh, let's, let's are they, keep the Brits happy Are they going there. to do the strike thing that they do? Oh. Or are they going to do the MI13? Um, strike's more... Strike is more like S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, strike is kind of mentioned in the MCU, mm. as you know. They were yeah. a bit corrupt, but they're not in the comics. They're the British version of them, and they have yeah. a badass leader. I really like their leader. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember his name. Lance Hunter. Mm-hmm. He's basically the Nick Fury of England. What a name. Can we just talk about Lance Hunter? I mean, <laughs> you don't even know who Lance Hunter is. But the name in itself, if you met a four-year-old and you said, oh, this is your son, yeah, what's he called? Lance Hunter. You'd be like, well, that is the next Prime Minister. That's you a just, badass name. You don't have a name like that. Unless you're going to be a badass and some, unless you're going to be a badass or something. You just know. He's just and he's worked with Captain Britain, and I'm like, how do you tolerate this guy? He runs off when it gets, he runs off across the multiverse, and you're just like left to deal with his sister. Poor Lance. Poor, but Lance is the sort of man that can do it. I can can just imagine him being so done with the British heroes, being like, can you lot just stop bickering for five minutes? Uh Dane, sit in that corner. Brian, sit in that corner. Joey, sit in that corner. Eric, sit in that corner. And Eric's like, I will get my sword and I will slice you. And he's like, if you do that, there'll be no afternoon tea. And everyone goes, oh, oh. We want tea! Well, there'll be salmon on the sandwich. Of course, it's afternoon tea. You can just imagine that conversation and Lance is just like, I'm so done with these lot. Oh, that's so funny. But I do, I I wonder where... We've just gone off into Lance Hunter, who is linked in a way to Captain Britain. He's linked to all the British heroes, to be fair. He is, so there's, you know, he might come in. It might be a case of, we've had the Avengers over there... Who's going to be in charge of them? And all of that. We've done that to death now. We're moving on. We're going to England. But by the way, England has some stuff. And by the way, they are very complex. And they also like to more argue amongst themselves. Yeah, they do bicker. They don't get on. Half of them, they spend half their time in the corners. Yeah. Because they're being naughty. They all date each other. And they're... The ghost? door just went banging out of nowhere. That's the ghost being like... For they did this with, with one of our other episodes where the door just banged out. No, Katie will be just back in a moment. Um, So, Captain Britain to me... When I think of Captain Britain... Yes, he has baggage. Mm-hmm. But the man... I'm sorry, but there's too many blondes. Why did they make him a blonde? I think he should he should have been a brunette because what... I'm from England myself. Katie's from England. You're not. No shit, Sherlock. Of course <laughs> we are. But we don't see many blondes in England. Well, I mean, no. I mean, look at me. I'm pretending to be blonde. But my two-inch dog brown is suggesting something else. <laughs> three weeks. Because <laughs> you said two weeks last time. Yeah, it's three weeks. And it's like clinging on to the fact that we try to be blonde, but we're not naturally blonde. I'm not even blonde. I've just got natural blonde highlights. My hair. No, I mean, it, yeah, and because we're northerners as well, so we yeah, don't get much sunshine. Darker hair. Because you jo- Brian's from the south, and it's like, do you know anyone in the south that's blonde? Do you think he's blonde to try and compete with Captain America? 
Well, he, in comparison, when it comes to powers, he's nothing like Captain America. But I think they have said that he was created to be like a competition to Captain America. Oh, well, there you go. That's even though they, even though they though. don't know who created him, mm-hmm. right, okay. which is, I think, is interesting in itself because it gives that intrigue of like, who's who, right? Which one of you lot did it? Mm-hmm. I can just imagine. I'm just doing a funky disco dance while I just point random. Grease letting go, grease letting. I'm just doing a random dance while I just go, which one of you was it? <laughs> and Katie's just like, best right. stop dancing for five minutes. I have a question. If this is our finale episode today... For what, season one. What are we doing next week? Well, I've, I've got a book club lined up. I'm, I've put a vote out. Mm. I've put a poll out. My op- I do not have the options written with me right now. My phone's on charge over there. Otherwise, I'd go get it. But it's like different books, like from Marvel and DC. You okay. can vote, go to Patreon and vote on that. Okay. Um, also, but season two, I've got season two lined up. Don't worry. We're kind of going to go into the DC side for the oh. first ten episodes of D- okay. season two. I've got Guy Gardner in there. I've got Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate, he's like the he's the guy with the golden helmet, and oh. it's like he's he's actually really badass. It's not the original. It's like it's one of the incarnations that I know from when I was a child. Um, it's and it, I've also got my first episode when we come back is a new god, dark side linked to dark side. Dark side is part of the new gods. It's a new god who's. I'm gonna have a lot of homework on. Oh, don't worry, you won't have to research it. We're kind of have a break in between. Okay, so, well, this, is, this is what I'm living for right now. You know but, this, don't Yeah, you? but would you rather have a break? And no, this I, is my I want, sense of purpose in I wanted life. a break. I'm, I'm <laughs> having time away to, like, figure it out. Make sure I've got all the research and everything. Because I don't want to be un- it, underprepared for season two. Because for season two, okay. I've got a lot lined Can up. Can I make a request then that maybe just next week we do a bonus discussion episode? Yes. And talk about the new Spider-Man trailer that came out. Because we have watched the Spider-Man trailer. We gave we our reaction. It ten times. We analysed it. Multiple paused it. Because we, we were like, where we were. because we were like, that's not Tom Holland. We, Let's do that next week. Then. Yeah, so we can we can do a review of the Spider One No Way Home trailer that we watched, um, which we was going to record, but because we were testing the mic, we didn't want to click any buttons. All our best stuff got said. Because, but we were, like, but we were like. That looks like can we? I thought it was like Katie was like that's not Tom Holland, and I was like, is it? No, we had to analyse the suit and everything. I think we're gonna have quite a few little things that we can get through next week. So let's do because that. Because we'll be talking about what villains have been brought back, yeah. and because um, so we're gonna kind of have to. I know we went off subject quite a bit, but <laughs> when do we um, go off? Uh, your your what was what was it? I called it um your. I- impression of Captain Britain that you got. Oh, God. I, you can sum it up. <laughs> That's a headache. A headache. <laughs> um, Two words, a, a headache. headache. <laughs> yeah, I think if they rebooted him and started from the beginning and maybe gave him a new origin, which I know is Wasn't complicated. Because you were ignoring the comics. But if they maybe simplified the comic book way and sort of made it make a bit more sense... Because he has had a lot of changes. He's gone through a lot. Then I could probably get behind him. But right now, when I was reading it, it was a, a headache. Lot. And it didn't encourage me to go... 
I want to read it. And get the full comic series and read it and be like, this sounds really interesting. Whereas with Union Jack, kind of got into it. I was like, yeah, vampires, ooh, Blade, ooh, Dark Knight, you know, Black Knight, all that. And so I was like, because Bla- I keep saying Black Knight, Bla- Black Knight, uh, mm. what, what do you think of Black Like, I went to see The Eternals. You've not seen it yet. I haven't, no. So I don't really want to go into spoilers of that. Oh, I have not seen it. I, I think laziness. I think it's interesting that they didn't make him the hero straight away. I think that's what's going to happen like to most of these heroes that they like they they'll bring them into a film, like make yeah. him a side. Ca- they swept him off for most of the film, and I was so unhappy because I was like, what was the point of making such a big deal? That's sort of the impression that I got, you know, that they were like, ooh, Black Knight, Black Knight, Black Knight. And then Kit Harrington's character was like, in reality... Not even in most of the film. Yeah. And I made a prediction that like most dis- of what you see in the trailer would be in the first 15, it was. 20 minutes. And I have a feeling that I nailed it on It that. was. <laughs> most of it was. And it was like, um, I I liked some of the characters. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think they did Icarus dirty. Icarus is actually my favourite Eternal. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Not because of the skirt. I just like his powers. He's like he's really cool, but he's like he's got a lot of baggage as well. But that's the problem. But it's like oh, I really I, re- I like I really like I I've always been a fan. Of, I've always yeah. liked the Eternals. I've not read much Eternals. I kind of. My first introduction was Neil Ga- the Neil Gaiman series, oh, right. um, which came out in the two thousands, um, and it was like because I would I wanted to get to familiar with the Eternals because I was like who the hell are the Eternals at first because yeah. I did I wasn't I knew the name I knew I knew they existed, yeah. but I didn't know who they were properly, yeah, you know. Fair enough. But I straight away I was like, okay. Icarus, I'm fucking done with you in this series. Because <laughs> he was like one of those annoying ones that was like, you are an Eternal, you will do this, this and this, and you have yeah. Makari, who's a, a guy in the comics, and he's like, fuck off, leave me alone, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to put you in charge yeah. of more things. He's just, fu- it's like, it's really interesting that, we're not really going to talk about the Eternals, I'm so sorry, I forgot that I'd started rambling about we it. We get excited and we are allowed to be. Like, um, we're excited for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, we are. I'm really excited because I'm like, because Katie's get, Katie's got a feeling really that we're going to get some, maybe get the spider other Spider-Men, some oh, are like... I'm going to bet my house on it. Katie, you don't want to lose your nice house, though. I don't care, it's fine. I'll bet my house. That's how confident I am. Because I watched, a vi- I watched a video, this, like, they yeah. were doing a live stream, basically. It was this channel that I subscribed to on YouTube, and they were yeah. like, what's the chance that we'll see such and such a character in the mo- trailer? Yeah. And they had actually quite high for Toby, but not very high for Andrew because of all the bullshit Andrew said about like being like, oh, I'm not in the film, I'm not this, I'm not that. You're like Andrew, I can Someone. smell your. You're like Mr. Garfield, sir. Yeah. I can smell your bullshit from here. Someone doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah, someone is too defensive. No, but I think we, next week let's go through it because we we, want, we, we can put break this it on down this room on the huge projector with the volume blasted, and yet we were louder. Than the trailer. We, we were like, oh, we were analysing we it because we were like, yeah. that looks like this, this looks like this. And you were like, Electro looks yeah. so fucking cool. So I think what we'll do well, next week, if we just do like our little discussion, we can go through like the key bits that we saw. Things like uh, who is dressed in the uh, 
yeah, what's it called? Analyzing the high school jacket when because we noticed the jacket and we were like, okay, I thought it was Ned. Yeah. Katie was like, that doesn't look like Ned. But Ned's lost a lot of weight. He's not a skinny bit yeah, chubby. As- so I was like, is that Ned? Because it had he- Ned does have that jacket on it. You know, it has to be Andrew Garfield's character that says Or to- it could be Toby, though. No, I think it's going to be... I'm going to bet you a tenner. I don't have... I have that kind of money on me as well. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> But we're, I want to go and see it in the cinema. Katie's like wants to see it in the cinema. I've already tried to book tickets. But we the and day is. Odeon was like slow down. Not yet. You have to wait until the 29th, and you're like fuck you, Odeon. Not impressed. It's not impressed. Because we had to I'm check walking. when they went on to sale. We mm-hmm. should go together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sneak this humongous microphone in and like put it between us and we'd just, get like, done we'd, we'd get done though because we'd get done for pirating is the problem yeah and then what they do is they'd arrest us and they'd listen to what we recorded and all they'd hear is two women wittering we've got to go oh we've got to go we've got to wrap up so until next time bye sum up tweet for Brian Braddock Captain Britain (coughs) Brian Braddock is he powered by the suit is he not powered by the suit does he have limitations or does he not either way he's kicking ass somewhere in the multiverse when not arguing with other British heroes also needs to get better villains